It's the Mainly Plants Podcast. <clears throat> I'm Ryan Furman, certified plant-based nutritionist. Uh, the website, mainlyplants.com, at mainlyplants on social media, or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com, uh, for those of you who have not listened before. Um, and if you haven't, uh, thanks for joining me, and uh, go back and listen to the previous podcasts. A lot of good info there. If it isn't your first time, thanks for coming back. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a loved one, um, because the more you listen and the more people that listen, the more it helps me. And also, if you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, go to the platform that you're listening to this on and leave a review. Be honest, it helps me. Um, with that out of the way, I don't think there's anything for me to rant about this week. Mm. Because I have not been on an airplane <laughs> in in a few weeks, though I will be on one next week. I have to go back home again. Um, and I would say my interactions have been relatively positive lately, which is nice. Uh, the, I, you know what? The, the only thing that I can say that I am annoyed with is the weather here in Arizona because it is still... Today it's a high of 99. Yesterday it was 103. Uh, this entire week it's supposed to be in the upper 90s uh, slash 100. Um, finally cooling down to like the low 80s next week. Um, so hopefully that that's the beginning of our fall. But I am fucking tired of the heat, man. Uh, it usually doesn't last this long. Typically the high this time of year uh, today, today's high average would be 89 degrees, which is so much better. Um, not to mention that we didn't really get a monsoon season this year. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Arizona gets a, the bulk of its of its water, of its rainy season, is the monsoon season, which technically I think starts mid June or beginning of July. Um, to, you know, but I I usually remember like the first thunderstorms coming in um, around Fourth of July. This year, they didn't start till the end of July. We got maybe like three or four good rainstorms, and that was it. Typically, it's like every night for a month and a half or every other night, and we just got shit. So um, hopefully, this winter is a little more rainy, and we uh, we get some of that water back. But anyway, um, oh, I went to, so I, I think I mentioned it. I had the sinus surgery, sinus operations done on my nose like two and a half weeks ago, Um I, I God, I can't remember if I if I talked about the post the post procedure. The whole thing was was uh, it was a great experience. Um, I you know they I, I didn't feel anything. I was awake the entire time. They numbed up my nose. Uh, they did what's called a balloon sinoplasty, where they put a balloon into your sinus cavities and expand it, um, which fractures microfractures all the bones in your face. Uh, didn't feel anything. Just heard some crunching. Uh, and then they did um, what's called a turbinate reduction, where they, they essentially grind down the fleshy part of your of your sinuses, the inside of your nostril. Didn't feel that at all. Um, even when the lidocaine wore off, I didn't. I barely felt anything. I think I had a little bit of sinus pressure or a headache uh, the next night. But, yeah, I mean, when I, I didn't even feel them numb it. When I went in, they spray the lidocaine into your nose, and then they come back and they they kind of stick these um, really flat cotton patches that are that are soaked in lidocaine up your nose 
didn't feel that. And then when he's about to do the procedure, he injects your sinuses, your, your nose with, um, with lidocaine. Didn't feel that either. The whole thing was fantastic. Um, it was the complete opposite of another procedure that I had done earlier this year. If you know me, then you know what I'm talking about. We don't need to get into detail about it. Uh, if you don't know me and you want to hear more about it, uh, shoot me an email. Um, so I was a little weary going into it. But man, it was, I was out of there in under an hour. And then you know, I couldn't blow my nose for three days. So I intentionally scheduled it on a Friday so that I could just be laid up on the, you know, on the weekend, um, just sit on the couch, watch TV, couldn't do much. Um, so it was a little uncomfortable not being able to blow my nose. It wasn't packed or anything. And then Monday, uh, I was finally able to use a neti pot and blow my nose. And it was incredible. We don't need to get into details again about uh, what came out. But it was uh, something that I've never imagined before. <laughs> and it was, it was glorious. So I went up for my, my post-op uh, last Friday. They said I'm 70% healed. Um, you know, the swelling will continue to go down for the next month, uh, and I, can, I already feel much better. I can breathe much better. I haven't used Afrin. Uh, felt great. So if you are in Arizona and you're looking for some sinus help, let me know. I'd love to give you the referral. There's nothing in it for me. I just thought they were fantastic. If you're not in Arizona and you want to come to Arizona for it, um, let me know. And their payment was also it's relatively inexpensive. And I only had to pay half of it up front, and the rest is monthly installments, uh, interest-free. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that instead of paying for all of it at once. So uh, very happy with it. Anyway, moving on to today's topic, I want to talk to you guys about creatine. I don't think I've ever covered it before. It is um, a, maybe the most used supplement uh, in terms of athletics and fitness. I do take it. Um, I know a lot of people who take it. There are some misconceptions about it. So let's get into it. Okay, so what is creatine? Well, it's a, a nitrogenous uh, organic acid that occurs naturally in vertebrates. Uh, and it helps support energy to muscle and nerve cells. And the body naturally synthesizes creatine from amino acids, um, primarily in the liver, kidneys, and pancreas. And creatine works by increasing the body's ability to produce ATP. Now, ATP, I'm going to butcher this, but it is um, adenosine triphosphate. And basically what ATP is, is it's the primary energy currency of the cell. So um, phosphocreatine, which is the stored form of creatine in the body, facilitates the rapid generation of ATP during short bursts of high-intensity activity. So what does that mean? Um, it's a lot of garble. Basically, the, the creatine in your body gives energy to your cells during high-intensity activity. Okay. So where, where can you get creatine? Um, it is found in... Uh, in uh, uh, animal products like red meat and fish in small amounts. However, the amount obtained through your diet is going to be insufficient for optimizing creatine stores in your muscles, especially if you're an athlete, especially if you work out a lot, um, if you do uh, uh, 
HIIT workouts or Tabata workouts or you like getting on the Peloton, um, whatever it is, through diet alone likely will not be enough. Um, creatine, you know, you can, you can supplement it, which is super easy to do. It's relatively inexpensive and it helps increase those stores in your muscles. It is widely studied. It is generally a very safe supplement and it's got a number of benefits for your physical performance. So creatine, you know, it, it does increase your strength and power. And there's been numerous studies that show that creatine supplementation enhances strength and power in activities like weightlifting and sprinting and, and all those things that I mentioned before, HIIT workouts, Tabata workouts, things that involve um, fast, short bursts of energy. Um, there was a meta-analysis done by these people called Rawson and Volek, and they found that significant improvements in strength and power um, were benefited by creatine supplementation. So like I said, it, it has been studied a lot. It is generally safe. Now, side note, I want to reiterate, I'm not a doctor. If you are thinking about starting a supplement regimen, shoot your doctor a mite chart message. So, that, you know, typically you don't have to make a, an appointment to go in to ask your doctor a question so they can charge you, what, 150 bucks, whatever your copay is, just to ask them a quick question. Um, Generally, they'll, they'll, they're pretty good about answering. Um, I can call up my doctor on the phone and he'll ask, answer a question for me when it comes to supplementation. Um, but yeah, I mean, generally, generally safe. I'm not a doctor. Ask your doctor. Um, it, it, it also helps increase your muscle volume and size. And they, it, it's done this by um, promoting water retention in the muscle cells. And this cellular hydration contributes to a fuller, more muscular appearance. Your, your, um, your muscles aren't so sinewy and, and shrunken down looking. They're fuller. Um, and like I said, you know, if you are a jumper or a sprinter or uh, a weightlifter, um, even just casually, you know, for me, when I go to the gym, you know, I, I don't need, um, I don't need long sustained energy. I'm not running a marathon. I need short bursts of energy. Um, I'm repping generally somewhere between eight and 12 reps, three sets for each exercise, rest for a minute, minute and a half in between. So those short bursts are crucial. And if I can have um, a little like turbocharge to those, those boosts of energy needed during that time, I'm going to be able to, to lift more uh, and lift heavier. So it, it is beneficial to that. Um, but beyond, beyond what everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, beyond what most people know about creatine for the physical effects, there are some cognitive benefits for creatine. And, and there is emerging research that suggests that creatine's potential neurogenerative, neuroprotective properties um, can help against you know, neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, like dementia. It's not saying that it will. It's saying that it can, it can have a positive effect. And for me, looking at that and knowing that creatine is generally safe, um, there's really no downside for me to, to supplement with it. 
Um, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. And like I said, very relatively inexpensive. Um, and some studies also indicate that, that creatine can reduce mental fatigue and enhance cognitive performance just in your day-to-day life. Um, especially with, with tasks that require short-term memory. So, you know, if you want to think about creatine, uh, uh, or if you want to remember it easily, um, quick short bursts of energy physically and quick short bursts of memory, short-term memory. Okay. So, you know, I feel like everybody can, can benefit from, from creatine supplementation. You know, it's easy to say athletes and fitness enthusiasts, but also more focused to this podcast are vegetarians, vegans, people who are um, adopting a plant-based diet or plant-forward diet. And it's because, you know, like I said, creatine is predominantly found in animal products. People like me who um, are plant-based or I guess even people who are mostly plant-based can benefit significantly from supplementation because we don't eat red meat. Um, and there was a study done. Um, I can't remember the, the name of who it was done by. I want to say Harris. Uh, but but it, it showed that there was um, increased muscle gain in people who, um, who adopt a mostly plant-based diet after creatine supplementation, and and, and I, I you know I want I don't want you to get it twisted because there are some some misconceptions and worries about safety still when it comes to creatine. Um, I, I know people who are or who who will not touch it, um, but you need to remember that it, it it is one of the most researched supplements, and it has a very robust safety profile. Uh, there's been multiple studies uh, which have confirmed its safety in both short-term and long-term use. And I've used it off and on, man, since pretty much since I started weightlifting, which was when I was, oh God, I think I was like 19, 20, so 20 years ago. Shit. 20 years ago. Getting old, people. Um, you know, on and off for 20 years, uh, when before I was more health conscious, which you know I kind of got into, you know, what 13, 14 years ago. Um, before that, the bulk of my creatine was found in my pre-workout that I would take, which was basically like meth. It was just, you know, a ton, a ton of of caffeine, some muscle pump, and then a bunch of creatine. I wouldn't recommend that. I'm not a big fan of of caffeinated pre-workouts. Uh, I just get, and I don't get paid by them, so this is not a sponsorship, um, but I just get Bulk Nutrition's pure creatine monohydrate off of Amazon. Uh, Bulk Nutrition is a reputable company. It comes in a bag. It's it's no bullshit, and it's inexpensive, and they give you a shit ton. Um, there's not a bunch of stuff in it. Now, the only thing is when you mix creatine, I just, I do... Um, Five grams before I work out and five grams after on days that I'm training. On days that I'm not, it's just five grams. Um, but um, it, it's not soluble. There are some companies that make soluble creatine. They jack up the price because of that. 
And I don't know what they're putting in it to make it soluble. So I'm not a big, you know, I don't want to fuck with it. But um, it is like chalky and gritty. So I just put some in a little cup with water and shoot it. And uh, and that's it. It's got no taste to it. So it's not that bad. Um, but but back to the, the myth. So there is a, a myth um, that creatine causes dehydration. Um, but that's not, that's not true. It actually might increase the water content in your body because it, it helps retention of water in the muscles, which by default is going to promote hydration in your body. If your body's hanging on to some more water in a healthy, safe way, you're going to be more hydrated. Um, so, so getting back to the dosage and the timing of it, right? Uh, I touched on it a second ago. You're going to have a loading phase and you're going to have a maintenance phase. You're, at least you're going to see that written down on your supplement um, directions. You'll probably see it online. Um, and, and the traditional loading phase basically involves a higher initial dose followed by a maintenance uh, phase, which is just lower daily doses. So um, I want to say that I want to say that it's supposed to be 20 grams for like the first week or 10 days that you're on it and then five grams afterwards. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really load uh, on it. I just take five grams before my workout and five grams after. So I take 10 daily. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel good on it. If you want to load, go for it. There's no, there's no, it's not going to hurt your body to do it. Just do it. Just do what the instructions say. Um, and there's also been research that suggests that that just doing the maintenance phase without loading can be just as effective. So, and this is over time, right? Your body's going to build up its creatine stores over time. So yeah, if you take it every day, you, you will eventually get to, to a loaded point. The loading phase just gets you there faster. So I guess it just depends on what your goals are. If you're if you're training for something and you need to get you know hit these goals faster than others, then loading might be for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think you should, it's, I feel the way about creatine, um, you know, in a different, in a different sense, or I should say, I, I feel the same way about creatine as I do psilocybin, but for vastly different reasons, right? Psilocybin has been, um, a, a miracle for me, uh, mentally. And I think that creatine has been, a wonderful, I don't know if as much, but it's been a wonderful uh, addition to my to my diet over the years. When I'm not taking it, you know, like I said, I, I've been off of it at times for, you know, up to a couple of years at least. And when I'm when I start taking it again, I do notice a a marked difference. Um, I started taking it again. I God, I've been off of it for probably two years. I started taking it again two, three months ago, and I've definitely noticed a, a difference, a difference in my workout, a difference in, in um, getting over the plateau uh, of, of you know, weight at the gym, uh, increased muscle size, muscle mass, muscle hardness. So, um, you know, big, big proponent of it. Like I said, if you're interested, you've never taken it before, you are worried, do some research on it. Google it. There's research everywhere. Talk to your doctor. Um, and I, I wanted to end this week, and I think I'm gonna, I might end the future podcasts this way, if I can remember, because my memory is shit lately. 
hopefully the, hopefully the creatine kicks in with my short-term memory, but um, reach out to a friend. You know, I always, I always say eat a salad, and I probably still will, but I also want to remind you every time that, that you hear from me, reach out to one, at least one friend. You know, turn off this podcast while it's still fresh in your brain, pick up your phone, um, and text a friend or a family member that you haven't talked to in a while and just check in on them. And until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>